Tonight we're gonna make love. You know how I know? Because it's Wednesday. And Wednesday night is the night that we usually make love. Monday night is my night to cook. Tuesday night we go and visit your mother. But Wednesday we make sweet weekly love. It's when everything is just right. There's nothing good on TV. You haven't had your after work social sports team practice so you're not too tired. Oh, it's all on. You lean in and whisper something sexy in my ear like, I might go to bed now, I've got work in the morning. I know what you're trying to say, girl. You're trying to say, oh yeah, it's business time. It's business time. It's business. It's business time. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's time for business. It's business time. Ooh. It's business. It's business time. Oh, 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 yeah. Then went in the bathroom, brushing our teeth. That's all part of the foreplay. I love foreplay. And you sort out the recycling. That isn't part of the foreplay process, but it is still very important. Next thing you know, we're in the bedroom. You're wearing that baggy old ugly t-shirt you got from your work several years ago. Mm, you know the one, baby, with the curly stain. I remove my clothes very, very clumsily, tripping sensuously over my pants. Now I'm naked, except for my socks. And you know when I'm down to just my socks, what time it is. something sexy like, is that it? I know what you're trying to say, girl. You're trying to say, oh, yeah, that's it. And you tell me you want some more. Well, uh, I'm not Well, so good afternoon, everyone. It is business time. <laughs> so, did I lose you, Leslie? Because I thought I heard a funny noise with Skype. Leslie? <laughs> I think I may have lost her. All right, let's see. Yeah, I did. Let me grab her back. So, everybody, are you all ready for the big news tomorrow? It's going to be fun. Let's see what we get here. Uh, come back, Leslie. Come back. I'm not getting her. I'm not getting Leslie. Oh, no. 
<laughs> uh, here she comes again. Leslie's unavailable. Oh, of course she is. Because she was trying to call me. So we'll try again. There we go. And uh, can, are you, can you both are you hear back? us? <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> we got disconnected. <laughs> That's all. So, are we all ready for the big news? And Leslie, I think we lost you again. And so, anyway. Um, tomorrow, 9 o'clock, I hear 9 a.m. is when it, it's all going to go down. There's a poor network connection. That is why we keep losing each other. Okay. So we're going to try her again. And we'll go on. Um, you know, we've got that going on. And Nina has a book coming out next month that everybody's excited. Uh, you can pre-order it on Amazon. And I think she has a, uh, a, a something going on. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I keep getting poor connection. I'm not sure what that means. I know my Skype is okay, and I know my modem is okay, because I'm looking at it. So we'll try again. It might be on her end. Um, cursed internet connection. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So we'll there we go. Are, Are we there? back? I, well, I'm, I've been there. I keep losing you. I don't so, understand. I got it, poor the connection showing that it's fine. It was showing that we were connected. There was no indication that there was a problem from my side of the Skype. I got, I got a, uh, something <laughs> pop up on my Betty screen. asked if Willie is near Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Good Betty. Good <laughs> he, he was... Quite if he was, then problems. I would not be on the podcast. I'm just <laughs> telling you now. I love so, you all, but if Willie was here, so I, I might be very distracted. I mentioned that um, uh, Nina's book is coming out in August. So. Yes, August 20th, as a yes. matter of fact. I'm very eager to read it. Um, so I don't know. I know that Kenzie mentioned she did pre-order. Mm -hmm. Um and in fact, I, I read the little Amazon had a little tease. Had a little tease on it. And did we lose you again? I think we might have. We did. Ha <laughs> ha. Hold on. Leslie, we're going to get you again. So, yeah, so Amazon had a nice tease on it. And I know I've pre ordered. And we'll see what goes from there. And I'm. Checking my own network connection as we're doing this. We got, I don't know how many computers, iPads, and everything else going on in this house. So, um, yeah, so, and that's going to be really exciting. So, I can't wait to hear what this news is going to be tomorrow. This is going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, and, and then we're coming up with this chapter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
We're finally ending chapter 49. This is going to be so cool. And, oh, there we go. Sounds like we might get it back. Is that better? I think I got you back. <laughs> I'm, I don't know what's going on. So this is what happens when I, I'm early. To a, to a podcast. <laughs> if you guys can hear me, I'm not sure if you can, but if you can, um, I actually have been talking to Pam on Skype for about 30 minutes before the call because I was mm -hmm. able to join early. So I should be driving in the backwoods of uh, middle America. Um, I probably would have a better chance of connecting with you because I had perfect Wi-Fi from the McDonald's last week. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I'm so sorry, ladies. I don't know what's going on. Well, I'm just checking my connection just in case it's me. I don't but, know. No, I don't. That's strong. I got strong. Yeah. So. Lori says it only works if you're at McDonald's. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. This I happens when the show that. is live. <laughs> yes. Live things Can, happen. That's true. That's it good. makes it exciting. I'm just making sure everybody can hear me right now. I'm not going to touch anything. So, as you know, um, <laughs> by a tweet that I put out this week, uh, my son had a very bad car accident. Um, he's fine. The tree I'm has so a big glad. dent in it. Um, my car is absolutely totaled. Uh, I can, I'll put a post a picture of it out there uh it's uh one whole side the front end has a big v and um the dashboard's all full of, falling apart and uh so yeah so but he's it's it's he's stunningly shape. awful pam i'm i'm so 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 sorry but i'm really thankful your son is okay because yeah me too. it really those kinds of things, uh, sometimes people do not walk away so easily. So I'm very grateful that he's okay. Kenzie's saying, I'm really sorry, Pam. Has Have you been trapped in your house? Uh, yes. Yes, I have, to be honest with you. Um, my, my neighbor uh, gave me a ride down to clear out the car yesterday which I couldn't do because the insurance company hadn't called to say it was okay. Uh. And um, so they came back. Uh, so it was kind of sucky. It was kind of sucky. So. Well, the whole situation is not good. <laughs> no. You know, but as everybody's saying, Lori's saying she's glad he's okay. Yeah. Pam, Betty's very sorry about the accident. Kenzie's glad he's safe, and yeah. Lori I mean, says she has been through this with her kids as well. So I, th I think he's got a wrist. He's wearing a nice bandage on his wrist, mm -hmm. uh, but won't go to the doctor. Um, he needs to go to the doctor. Yeah. Please tell him just to go get checked. It should be covered under the insurance. Yeah, yeah they opened up that for him, so in case he wanted to go, but he should do it just as a safety um, and. He should. He should. I know. You can't make him do it. So I'm right right now. They I got a rental car today. It's a Nissan Kick. That Ooh, that sounds like over. fun. 
Yeah, they 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 replace that replaces the juke. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was told by by Monday I should know how much I'm going to get for my car, and I was told to look for a new car because I think once they total it, I have yeah. only a day or two to return the rental before I can get mm. a new one. So. That's car shopping be so much fun mm-hmm. and i don't know what kind of money i have to play with 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 it so i can't tell you what kind of car i'm going to get but hopefully it will well the good thing is you're near lots of options <laughs> mm-hmm. yes so and you and usually I, you can talk them down if if you're paying with cash you know what i mean yeah I, yeah that i know that i know so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so I have an passion. important question for you, Pam. Yes. With the rental. Yeah. Can you take? Can you? Can you go out of country? Can Can we go to Canada in the rental? Huh? 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 I would say yes. <laughs> when are you coming say, to pick me up? <laughs> I'd say let's go right now after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we could go so we can be in Canada to celebrate the announcement, whatever it exactly. may be. Exactly. And we can find <laughs> fiddlesticks. I know. I'm still we connected can be to them. I still find out uh, what I'm going to be. So. I know. <laughs> Yesterday. I'm, I'm, I, I think I've already gotten my husband convinced that we need to go up to Canada. So. <laughs> Well, you know, my, my friend Noreen and my friend Sarah are bugging me to go back to TIFF this year. And she said, there's some great movies coming out. Uh, the Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood with Tom Hanks oh. is going to be on at TIFF. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, a couple of others. And <laughs> I was like, well. And she's like, I'm going to put in for an Airbnb now. And, and I gave her a couple of places. And I have to find out where Jen stayed. Oh, my uh, gosh. That apartment. Go. Oh, my gosh. If you could get at that place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, Sarah lives in Toronto, but that's, you know, there's not much. I, she, she wouldn't right. hang around because of her husband. But, right. Um, so, you know, she's like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do it. I said, but they're going to be filming in Toronto in October. Right. For this. I have to choose. No, that's a, that's a Sophie's that's a Sophie's choice right there. Yeah, you know, Tiff, <laughs> Gabriel's Inferno, Tiff, and it will also help if I have the money for it. <laughs> I choose both. <laughs> Just stay in Toronto the entire month. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I wish we could. Uh-huh. I wish we could. <laughs> oh my maybe, gosh! Maybe I it's... could find a maybe. Uh, SR has room in his garage. Right. But right. He he once goofed on me. He said about coming about. I said I'm coming to your house, and he's like, "Oh, I'll make I'll, I'll move the Porsche." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Betty says this reminds me that Paul took Julia to TIFF. Ah, uh, and <laughs> Betty, you never disappoint. Said, there it is, the Paul Mr. reference. Mr. Seven, Rogers. Sixteen minutes, fifteen minutes into the podcast, and we got Paul. And we got um, Paul. I love it. The premiere of Mr. Rogers is in Latrobe, according to KK. <gasps> oh, Karen. That would be. We need. Be do you know cool. when? And, and that makes see, sense. Yeah, and, and see if you can get tickets. 
<laughs> I know Latrobe. Gosh, if I ever get a car, then I can come over mm-hmm. and see, and I can go play with Karen. I miss Karen. We had a good time. Yeah. The, the times we've had a chance to get together, it's been really mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to that Middle Eastern restaurant that was Lebanese, I believe, and it was so delicious. Did you get some Lebanon? Yes. We, oh, it was, everything was good. Um, Kay says she doesn't know the date, but she will let us know. Great. Okay, and Lori said the decision is a hard call. I would lean towards the filming because it's very special. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree, Lori. And, uh, and as uh, Kenzie mentioned, you never know who you might run into. <laughs> That's true. I know. Betty says That's maybe you true. can crash at Picton's house. I think I <laughs> when should you, betray Picton. I've got the cod swallowed down. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, I think you guys would have a lot to discuss. That'd be fun. I need an acting coach. <laughs> Tell me, what is nah. my motivation? No. <laughs> oh, I my gosh. That, what, what, you, who was it? Um, uh, what's his name? Did uh, The Godfather. Marlon Brando. Oh. Marlon Brando. He was a method actor, so I, I, yes, I he was involved that in my immerse myself in That's Catherine right. and become Catherine. You need to become <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> well, you got the cod swallowed down. That's for sure. Yes, Karen says she has her fingers crossed for her passport and money. Um, speaking of passports, I actually yes. got my photos taken for them today because, yeah, as absolutely. you know, my passport expires not today, not tomorrow, not the next day, but the next day. Okay. So after the podcast, I have to go to the post office, which I've tried to do for days, mm-hmm. and sub- write my check and fill out the form and s- send my passport along with my photos into the passport office. Um mm-hmm. The only good thing is that it is in Philadelphia. So if I get it to our main headquarters, main post office here by eight, there's a good chance it'll be in Philly tomorrow. Okay. Or even by Friday, but it's okay. I think it just has to be date stamped. But yeah. Because let me tell you, ladies, every day I'm like, oh my God, if I don't get my passport, oh my God, if I don't get my passport, I'm going to miss this opportunity to possibly even be able to go up there during the filming and who even knows if all the, as, yeah. as Kenzie puts it, all God's luck on her side, if everything will align. KK, um, I got my passport pictures taken at AAA. Um, I belong to AAA because we've always had cars that have uh, given us cause to need to get towed. Um, but AAA will do it for free. If you can't get them at AAA CVS, it doesn't charge a it doesn't charge a ton of money, but that's AAA. It's one of the services. If you have a AAA membership, you can get pictures taken there for free. So, just a little tip if you do. Kenzie adores Marlon Brando. So do I. I love his performance. I did not like love 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 in Last Tango and on the waterfront. One of my favorite movies. Well, I yeah. On the waterfront, though. Uh, yeah, well, on the waterfront was excellent. Oh my gosh, that movie tore me apart. So good. And, and then we got Stella. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? I wish. Super. Okay, 
if if we could time walk like they do in a discovery of witches, I would go back so I could see Marlon Brando perform that on Broadway because that he was so good on film. I can't even imagine seeing him live. I think that would just be the end all be all. Yeah. Um, oh, Lori that, says her post office does photos as well. That would mine, be great. Mm hmm. So. Yeah. Check the post office too, KK. Allie said somebody else I said who talked to me said they used to do photos. I think they do it some of them, not all of them. So yeah, the bigger ones too. My, my mm -hmm. the post office I go to is like a block and a half away from the house. So they did nice what I was lucky. When That's I got great. So it was easy to do. And but yeah, just a reminder, ladies, a if you don't have a passport and you want to try and get to Canada, start a, uh, do it now. Yeah, don't do it wait. Now you don't want to. You don't want to rush because you have to. If you have to rush, a lot more money. It's a lot more money. Yeah, and if you nice. if you have to re, if you have to apply for the first time instead of renewing, it's a whole lot. It's a lot more money. And then if you if you had had one and you've lost it, mm -hmm. it's, did you report it to the police? Oh, uh, mm -hmm. I have mine in my in my purse right now because I was going to go to the post office. Mine's in my underwear drawer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lori. You're right. I forgot about that. We can print the forms to be filled out before we get to the post office yeah. also. So, so awesome. So we all, you know, I wish we would just, it would just be so much easier if one of us won the lottery, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I would love Absolutely. to be able to underwrite everybody to go to Toronto. And I mean everybody. And like Italy. everybody on a, everybody on the holiday card list. I would love that. Yeah. Get Susie and Kez up from Australia, get Samia. Mhm. Mm I you know, I often That would be so much fun. I told Samia last year for the All Souls Con, mm -hmm. I have a spare room. Please come. You don't. You know, it. I could have forwarded her the airfare too, but she said uh, she couldn't do it because of her kids. Yeah, I understand that. Bye, KK. Karen has to leave. Her sister. Um, she has to go pick her sister up. Okay, you have um, a great rest of your day, and we can't wait. I'm so glad tomorrow. she could join us. Yes, I know. She says, "See you all on social media tomorrow morning." Absolutely. I better Absolutely. be so I better I better not have it. I don't have any calls tomorrow. I had a meeting yes. today during during all the exciting uh, testimony on Capitol Hill and I was so mad. I was like, oh darn it. I always like to watch some of these historical things yeah, going down. Um, um Kenzie says, Did you see Marlon Brando's Oscar win for The Godfather? He sent yes, Sachin Little Feather. Little Feather yes, yes, I've seen the clips. I've seen I, the clips. I watched it live. I I was a little young for that. <laughs> I was a little young for it. I was still around, but I was a little young for it. I'm showing my I think age it was now, in high too. School. I think it was in high school when that happened. You, you know what? You would have been because it was, what, 72, 75, was four? It 75 or 74? Because I graduated in 73. I'm looking it up. So, anyway. Anyway, yes. we're digressing. The important thing is, I want to know. It's 72. Oh, look at me. I was right. I was right on the money on that. There you go. Um, I'm just curious what everybody thinks the announcement is before we dig into the chapter. I want to see, I want to see what people think. 
Yeah. Because we have our ideas, but we have our got, ideas. We, we would like to see what you guys think. Kenzie says, uh, Kenzie says casting. She Thank says, you. how incredible would it be to meet all of you and walk the streets with my beloved novels and author just to experience everything with my own eyes that I've read about for six years. I know, Kenzie, it would I be know, so Kenzie. cool. Let me tell you, when Pam and I were up there doing our little Gabriel tour um, in Toronto, as well as being in Sealands Grove, let That's me tell right. you, that was, it's very exciting to be in the space where people write about. And I it felt was, that way going to it was funny though when we went into and the driving on the i5 and i'm like this is where christian and anna were <laughs> yeah i know yeah yeah <laughs> betty says i think we have a cast gabriel and julia Lori says i'm really clueless at this point kenzie says i have no idea who julia could be Lori says casting information would be so cool it would be it really it would, would be. be i i don't know if it's casting or if it's script is done you know, I well, I, I think I think the script is done. To be honest with you, I think that I was think it, part of uh, SR's disappearance act. I think too. So. I hope I hope SR says that he helped write it. That's one of my that's one of my hopes that SR ended up doing being a co-author on the script. He could very well have been. That could and, have been the Canadian uh, the Canadian the Canadian uh, link to get them to, to film yeah, in Toronto. To and uh, definitely Kenzie, he would have read re the script. says maybe we have a script too. Um, yeah, I think so. Because that's one of the big things Passion Flicks is known for, being involving the authors and really trying to keep them, keep true to yeah. the author's yeah. intent. And they bring the authors involved. And Kenzie, um, I think I saw him in a tweet uh last week sometime saying it would definitely uh, maybe it was in that chat he did last week with that he would be in um uh whatchamacallit uh Toronto Toronto oh October, I hope so in October so oh Lori also thought like I did that but maybe you know he what? did the co-writing here's the other thing I mean I know Jesse Metcalf uh, like connected to us mm -hmm. probably in April or May. Yes, he did. Later than that. Um, but Daniel Di Tommaso, mm -hmm. he all of a sudden came into it. Now I, guess I know. I got to read the books. So I'm wondering, but I had this thought that maybe they're both in it. Mm -hmm. Because while Jesse Medcalf may not be Gabriel, he could be he, Paul. He could be Paul. Oh my gosh, Betty! What if Jesse Metcalf's Paul? I mean, it's, I mean, we know it's not uh, Army Hammer. Mm -hmm. Ah, uh, well, that's a shame because I love me some Army. Yeah, we all love some Army. <laughs> Kenzie <sighs> says, "How do I somehow miss everything?" Kenzie, you're preaching to the choir, girlfriend. Uh huh. <laughs> I'd be lost without Pam. <laughs> Pam, my my guiding I, uh, my guiding light. Um, I, be I belong to this one Facebook group when Fifty Shades was going all through their <laughs> their stuff. Um, they uh, uh, what you call it? I was the one who had to follow all the filming, casting. Oh yeah, you you knew exactly what was going on when and where. Yeah, and Betty says, "Oh yes, she's ready one. for Paul." 
Yesterday mm-hmm. she met a vet named Paul. <laughs> is a sign. It's a sign, it's Betty. A sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. And Kenzie thinks October would be perfect because Gabriel's Inferno begins in the fall time frame. It does. Agreed. It does. And Kenzie hopes Daniel's Gabriel, but he because he's the perfect age and has the looks for it. Plus, he is Canadian and speaks Italian, which is ideal for Gabriel. Agreed on all points, Kenzie. Yes. Um, and yes, Betty Paul is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And Lori can't wait to find out about the cast. If Daniel Di Tommaso is Gabriel, I think we're all going to be very, very happy. Oh, I know Susie is going to be <clears throat> off the charts. Susie will be out of her mind. Like yes, she will. Yes, she she's will. been. She has been beating on the Daniel drum for many, many moons. For a long, long um, time. I'll tell you what, though. I'm excited regardless of who. I'm going to support the actors. Of course. Who, because. There's going to be certain reasons why they were chosen, and I I just am excited to see how they bring the characters to life, how they interpret yes. the words. Um, I just I know it's going to be good. I really and, do. You know, I know that uh, Kenzie is super nervous about it, <laughs> and to be honest with you, anybody that I've seen that they've put through, I I don't really know, mm-hmm. but. They also, some of them are also a little on the higher pay scale. Yeah. Yeah, so. Right. Well, and, you know, having unknowns cast is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it could be a very good thing. It really depends on their acting chops. That's right. Jamie Dornan. uh, Yes, he was on, um, uh, what was that? Once Upon a Time TV show. He played the sheriff for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was all over print ads for Gucci. and. Oh, yes, he uh, was. Dior the funny thing is, when after he became famous, I remember looking back at some of his modeling shots, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, I remember that ad because I thought that guy was so attractive. And it ends up being Jamie Dorman. Well, I didn't remember yeah. the ads, but I <clears> do remember seeing him in Marie Antoinette. Mm. He played um, Fesson, was his, I think it was a commander, captain, whatever he was, mm-hmm. uh, her love interest before she got together with. Uh, oh, yes. 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 So. And Kenzie yeah. says, I still want to audition to be Mr. Kramer. Love it. <laughs> she says, same, Leslie. And SR knows what will be best. I fully trust him. Yeah. And she loves unknowns. I have a hard time believing an actor as a character if I have seen them in many previous roles, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Um, but it also speaks to the actor if they can, you know, transform, like, uh, who am I thinking of? Who did such a great job in transformation always? He was in, he played Dick Cheney as Vice. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, blanking yeah, out. No, Bale. Christian Bale. Yes. Christian Bale, he is one of the, he is, he is really phenomenal. Yes, uh, he, he, he blows my, he blows my mind. Um, he is really a solid actor. Um, <laughs> Kenzie says, we should make a petition for SR to play Snarky. <laughs> I already told him that would be a great yes. his cameo. His voice, it could be a voice. He doesn't have to be seen. Yes, that's right. Because Snarky I know. is basically a it voice. It would be great. I know. If they even choose to incorporate, it's going to be interesting to see how they incorporate Snarky, if they incorporate Snarky. Did someone ask SR about that, by the way? 
I, I never I, thought I, to. I mentioned it. I just mentioned yeah. it to him. I, he, mm-hmm. he just, you know, with his winky smiles when he responds back to you. Yes. He's Lori likes Jocelyn Hudson um, or for Julia. She is a Hallmark actress. I'm going to look her up right I'll now because I was just telling Pam before I had all the horrible Skype issues, because when I was talking to her for 30 minutes uninterrupted, um, that I had a chance to visit the Hallmark headquarters in Kansas City, Missouri. They do tours. They have a little touring area and you get to see a video about the company and how it's diversified and it's a really great philanthropic organization they do a lot of good in kansas city um and i sat next to someone on the airplane who you know even unannounced i mentioned oh you went to hallmark and she said oh my gosh they do so much for the city so it wasn't just the hallmark hype someone who lives there was verifying what they said it was really really cool and it was very exciting um so I've, and, I'm and a big the, fan. They're pretty strict with their actors too. Mm-hmm. I, I know that they uh, uh, like that the when calls the heart, which I I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a um, I, I was a it's a Christian based story I think, and mm-hmm. they're very you know they they don't they only take it to the kiss and that's it. The first oh kiss. yeah. Oh, and I, I, I always give her name with an S. It's Houdon, right? Um, yeah, H-E-D-O. She, yes, I know who she is. I've seen her in the movies. I think she would be lovely. I agree with you, Lori. No, my son yes, has she my would phone, be lovely. So I can't answer <laughs> to that. Anywho, so <laughs> as we expound on who we think should be the narrator. Yes, and, uh, yes, yes, yes. Alfred Hatchplot's moment. Yes. And um, <laughs> Mr. Krangle or whoever. I think he should be the I think he should be Gabriel's neighbor because isn't that who he says he wrote himself in and the he's book French as Canadian. Yes, with the beret. So, well, yes, but he'll so never put himself in, in as that because then he would be revealing himself. But it would be funny. It would be funny. If he did that. It would be funny. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll <laughs> yes, we will. Maybe he'll reveal himself. Well, it's funny you said that, Pam, because last week when we were, everyone was talking about the hype about that, I kept thinking, I wonder if SR is going to unveil his true identity. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't know. That would be some announcement. That would be. That would Although be I don't huge. know if they would hype that up like this. I, I feel like that would be revealed another way. But I could be totally wrong. Yeah. We'll find out, though. <laughs> Kenzie just said, don't play with me like that, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> Kenzie, wouldn't that be awesome? I don't think it's going to happen now. I, I keep wondering. I don't know. He's really private, and he's done a really good job of staying that way. So. And Betty's just saying this at Snarky. It could also be French-Canadian. Absolutely. Although I thought I detected a Spanish accent um, last time I heard Snarky on your podcast, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Snarky was on that podcast that time. Oh my gosh! I do you remember that? That was a classic. I think I might need to. I need. I might need to go back and re-listen to that one. I'll have to. I'll have to ask you separately, Betty, exactly what uh, 
what episode that was. <laughs> we might have to link that out there. That was so funny. And I don't know, Kenzie, if you ever have a chance to, to hear the Gabriel podcast um, when Snarky was visiting, but it was it, it was, was hilarious. Or was it the combined one with, with uh, Florentine? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't remember, but we could, all of them are out there. Most of them are out there. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We had a down on Kez made us uh, erase a bunch of the Florentine because she got worried about copyright. Um, yeah, for the older ones. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we started reading The Shadow and we were actually reading the chapters. <laughs> and that's our yeah. to yeah. in to listen. <clears throat> I know. Well, Lori, Lori said she missed it. And I, I'm mentioning this in case... Because I, I thought um, some of you may not have heard it or some of the listeners who will listen to the podcast at another time, not just now. Um, it is really, really, it was really fun. It was a really, really fun show. Um, Betty and Perling outed themselves. It was an interview with Snarky, as she said. Mm-hmm. On the fast lane with Snarky. <laughs> I think, you know what, I think that was when we did that special um we had a it whole was, story with Perlming and Betty. Right. And I, think I thought there was Susie, like a party. Yes, I think that's was on some the kind of party. I think that's on uh, the Florentine. Uh, the Florentine has a blog and then the whole story is in there. <laughs> you know, we had SR's permission. It was really, do. really funny. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, Betty's friend. Kenzie said snarky. she'd like to know how SR came up with Snarky or if it's his internal voice. Could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Oh, that's right. They were, Susie was there and they were at a bar with Snarky. That's right. It was very funny. Headed off to Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. Uh, and what happens in Vegas stayed in Vegas. Apparently. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. And that is the extent of my literary prowess. <laughs> so friends that together it was fun but it was that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. you, you guys outdid yourselves we did Kenzie said I didn't ever listen to the Gabriel Inferno podcast I think I came in a little late to that well don't fear Kenzie don't, they're out there on YouTube's mm-hmm. iTunes iTunes <laughs> and I, I believe it will be resurrected again Yes. At some point in the future, if I'm, Betty can correct me if I'm wrong. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, and we're, hours we're, and hours, Kenzie, hours and hours of podcasts for you to listen to. So it really is a treat. Um, Betty says she'll let Snarky know you guys said hello. Please that do. That is great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was a fan of Snarky. Yes. So. Um, so. Speaking of fans, mm-hmm. I'm also a fan of our dear Nicholas and Acacia. Mm-hmm. And I cannot believe all the stuff that's gone on in chapter 49. I'm glad we broke it up into three parts. I am too. Because it, there was a lot to unpack here. Three <clears throat> separate incidences. Yes. Yes. Um, pretty intense stuff. And as you know, Acacia has been taken 
and is in her father's clutches. Her father is convinced that she knows where her mother is and that Acacia is lying to her and is working for Mossad, um, whoring for the Jew, as he said. Um, really, really ugly, very violent. He said that she has to tell him where the, her mother is or he will not feed her. Um, she's pretty convinced she's going to die. And she's stuck in this cell, um, really without any recourse, um, and with very serious injuries to her head and her back. So when we join her, she's sitting on her cot, and she had just spoken with her father and had a really, really awful encounter with him. Um, she took off her headscarf that was wrapped around her wound, and Fatima, uh, the healer, made sure that she put a poultice, did I say that correctly? Poultice. I think it's a poultice, poultice, right? Yep. Over the wound. It was foul smelling and Acacia did not know whether to thank her or curse her um, because Fat Fatima then rewrapped her head. I'm sure even though it was foul smelling, it probably was very effective in helping her. Ibrahim mm -hmm. um, had followed Fatima into the cell and he stood there with a gun slung over her shoulder his shoulder. Acacia groaned because the pain had returned, but she knew she would not get any medicine. Ibrahim told her that if she told him where her mother was, she would receive her pain medication. So you can tell that they're just, they really are more or less torturing her, mm -hmm. um, not giving her any pain relief, um, treating her badly. Acacia knew that her mother was in a safe house in Manaus. But she did not have the address. And she also thought that she, her mother may have been moved after they found Kurt killed and that she was kidnapped. Acacia asked him if she should believe him. And at this point, she's hugging her knees, trying not to brush her injured face. Because as you remember, her father slapped her. Mm -hmm. Do you expect me to believe you, Acacia asks? Yes, he said. She was trying to visualize something she could use to influence her father. And here, you know, here, this shows again Acacia's strength and her determination. You know, she is really injured and she's still trying to find ways to get positioning to get out of this mess. <clears throat> um, she was trying to think of something she could do, but he had become radicalized and seemed to be lost. And then she heard Ibrahim's uh, voice saying, I remember you. Acacia also remembered him. They had lived in the same apartment building in Amman as children. And he asked why she would not tell her father where her mother was. It was not Acacia that her father wanted, but Acacia wasn't so sure. I wasn't so sure as well, I have to say. Mm. That was one of those ambiguous things. He kept saying it's all about the mother, but right. I don't know. And no, and who yeah, can you believe can you believe him? You know, can you believe him? So Acacia fixed a stony glare at him and told him that she was as good as dead. And he knew that. She had shamed him. And that's why he wants her mother. So that he can kill both of them to recover his honor. And Ibrahim said, he just wants your mother. 
Acacia cursed in Arabic, saying that he could tell her father that she tried so he can kill her. But she does not know where her mother was. And, you know, Acacia, that's true. Like, she has an idea. She knew where she was. Mm-hmm. But she has no specifics on exactly where her mother's located. Yeah, because I don't think... So she actually was telling the truth. They could have done a lie detector test and she would have passed it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, um, think, they, I don't think Nicholas even told her where the uh, safe house was. He didn't. And that was by design, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure as soon as things went down and they knew there was a problem, they would have taken her away from Manaus and gone somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Ibrahim was really frustrated and exacerbated. And just knocked on the door to be let out. But then he stopped and closed the door and remained. Mm. Very, very frustrated. Very. And he, and he was really, <clears throat> I think he, he wanted to torture as much as the father did, I think. I wasn't sure. Like, I wasn't sure if he was trying I didn't know if he was conflicted in how he well, felt because like he had these up. memories. He had these good memories, and I didn't know if he truly was conflicted, like he truly was being the good cop but t- believing it, or if it was just a front, or if he just was conflicted about how he felt. I, I wasn't sure. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I, th- I think it was more of a good cop type of thing. He was trying to mm-hmm. get the information and getting to her better side, maybe. Right. But, I mean, she's already said she doesn't have the information. and Yeah, but they aren't if, believing her. Right. That's, right. that's the big problem. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he says to her, do you remember when the boys from the neighborhood caught me at the fence? And they were throwing stones. So he's relating this memory back to her. And Acacia was saying, yeah, they're bullies. And so he continued saying he was about four and she was his big cousin. And even if she was only a girl, he did that much of crap. I know. I'm sure Acacia rolled her eyes when he said that. <laughs> I, I can imagine she did. Mm-hmm. So he was, she was going on and so... Akasha like opened her eyes and she said she thought she was six. So he continued saying that uh, Akasha had pushed them and called them cowards, then stood in front of Ibram and that the boys were a lot bigger and she was looking up and she then said, you were crying. And she just said, turned around and said, well, I didn't want them to hurt you. Yeah. So... He turned. He says, "Hassan pushed you down, but you got up and dusted yourself off with your head held high, and continued to get up every time they knocked her down." And you know, he's like, "You just kept getting up." So Kasha's is like, "Well, I'm stubborn." <laughs> so he was screaming for you to stay down at that point. So she, but she would continuously stand up. The others pulled Hassan away because there was so much noise going on that they were afraid that the parents were going to start coming out. Mm-hmm. And she took uh, Ibram home. Uh, Akasia couldn't believe that you know he remembered that, and then uh, remembered a passage from the Quran: "Whoever does an evil deed 
will not be recompensated except by the like thereof. But whoever is righteous, whether male or female, while he is a believer, those shall enter paradise. So Kanashi remembered the words, and are you telling me I did a righteous thing? But even mm -hmm. wouldn't answer her. And, you know, so that's maybe where Ibram's conflict is. Right. Well, and Betty says she does think he was conflicted. and Maybe deep down he still cares for her and doesn't want to hurt her as much as her father. Lori also thought that as well. Um, I think because she did show him kindness. Um, I also think Acacia quoting that voice, that um, passage from the Quran, mm -hmm. uh, um, also is kind of boxing him in. In, a, in an argumentative way, meaning, mm -hmm. look, I did a righteous thing. I helped you out. I cared for you. Um, so maybe you could do that. I should, you, you, you should be able to, uh, you know, recapitulate and help, help a cousin out, so to mm -hmm. speak. Mm -hmm. So uh, Akasi remembers the words asking, are you telling me I did the righteous thing? where Ibram didn't answer. So Acacia said, I have read the Quran, getting the book from the table, and pulling up the following quote. And if any one of the polytheists seek your protection, then grant him protection, so that he may hear the words of Allah. Then deliver him to his place of safety. That is because they are people they do not know. So, you know... <clears throat> You know, she's even trying to say, look, you know, anybody who, you know, you, you, you take care of your brothers and you love your brothers. Exactly. So, so he says, you know, honey, you were, you were raised Muslim. And she told him that she is a Muslim and that she has never left the faith. And she shows, her, shows him her hamsa that she still wears for protection. But then the cousin turns around and says, well, you hoard for a Jew. So Cassia reiterated that her father was still going to kill her, but she had protected Ibrahim as a child, and now she was asking him to protect her. And she questioned if the Quran tells you to protect the non-Muslim who seek help, how much more should he protect one of your own? I, I mean, I, the, the, I loved, the, and I love this part too. Betty wrote, I love this part. Um, I loved this whole section because they really are kind of, this is a very cat and mouse type of argument and they're really laying down some, you know, logical steps here. That line made Kenzie very angry, she said. Yeah. And, um, it's just very interesting the way they, uh, <laughs> the way they spell it out. And Betty said, nobody puts my Jewish boy lover in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it also, you know, it speaks to so many things, right? It speaks to justice. It speaks mm -hmm. to compassion. It speaks to, mm -hmm. um, you know, cross uh, cultural, cross religion relationships um, and being open to love from wherever to whomever, Mm -hmm. Um, it's just, you know, SR at his best, I think. Yeah. Um, and you know, this is, this kind of, uh, scene continues. 
with Ibrahim responding, He it is who gives life and causes death. And when he decrees a matter, he but says it, says it be, and it is. So he was saying, it's the will of Allah that you return to the new faith. And Akasya repeated the lines of the Quran, grant him protection, then deliver him to his place of safety. And she reminded him that she is Muslim and she is requesting protection. But Ibrahim said that she fornicated with Masad. And, you know, that pretty much in their mind negates everything else, you know, which I mean, I is very sad. interesting. It's sad uh-huh. that he's got that, you know, that... All that or Muslim, nothing mentality. <laughs> yeah, that a lot of the Muslim um, sects that are, that do that. They're quite extreme. extreme. It would be any extreme. I feel like, I feel like it's extremist in any religion. Right. Right. It, it could be Muslim. It could be Christian. It could yeah, be, definitely. most definitely. Um, yeah, it could be, um, really, it could be really any. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Betty says, love is love. Love knows no boundaries. I loved how Acacia reminded her cousin, the lessons in their religion. Mm-hmm. I did too. Okay. Um, and I think it's also interesting, um, you know, it can be an interesting, uh, an interesting, I'm looking for the word and I'm, it's the one that I want's not coming to my mind, but I, it can be an interesting consideration of, um, are you quoting a holy book? Is the holy book a literal or a figurative Mm-hmm. Um, are you speaking specifically to what it says and using that as the law mm-hmm. or is it the concepts behind the law? So it, it's, it's very interesting. Um, and you know, as Betty writes, most religions have the same teachings, be kind, be generous, treat others yeah. the way you want to be treated. So, uh, again, I think this is another way that, well, uh, the great professor, Professor SR, um, uh-huh. is, is, is teaching some lessons, raising some questions for us to consider and think about. Yes. Um, the, so the, the theologian in him. Yes. Yes. Um, I actually, that's one of the questions I asked if he had studied the Quran. Um, and SR, I, I got my questions to SR very late, so he wasn't able to respond back um but when i get the answers hopefully we'll be able to talk about it next week um or the following while ago Mm -hmm. um i think when uh cassia was first coming out that she was a muslim Mm -hmm. and worried about uh nicholas's jewish faith and he said he's he's done a lot of study in comparative religion as Mm -hmm. far as you know for his research for this and and what have you so yeah i thought i thought that was the case um and i know i'm sorry that karen had to leave because i know that she's done a lot of uh studies in um, different religions as well Mm -hmm. um i know that's one of the things that drew her to sr's writing um as betty says the themes in this book are so in point with the current events exactly 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 and i think i think that's one of the things that inspired him to write this yeah, because he was seeing what was going on in the world, and mm-hmm. 
there was a lot there is a lot of conflict between the Middle East and and the Christian world and so I, a lot of prejudice and you see that a lot in unfortunately in Paris mm -hmm. uh, as well as here obviously with what's going on at the border um, right and with those four uh, congressional representatives uh, and what was been going on for the last couple of weeks with them yes. um, you know there, there just seems to be a lack of respect and and understanding and I think right. SR is trying to push that out there for everybody right right so, I, is, and I, I the way it is I think you know I, I think he's just trying to um, to help people give some, them something to contemplate and think and maybe look at a situation differently than they may not have uh, looked at before. Right. As Kenzie agreed, and she said absolutely um, in terms about the themes being on point with what's going on today. SR writes very realistically, um, and they're also currently in this lack of respect is also a lack of compassion, and the world needs more love, and we are all we about do. that. We do. So, um, and Betty agrees with you, Kenzie. So, you know, Ibrahim raises the whole you fornicated with Mossad. And when she questioned how he knew, was it her father who said this? You know, she was really angry. And I was kind of thinking that too. Hmm, well, how do they know exactly what the two of them did? Mm -hmm. um, they were fairly discreet and public. Mm -hmm. So I was very curious about that. I did not ask that, but I was curious about that. Um, or he was just assuming by association, right? If he saw her with him yeah, she assumed that he was her she only, was with him because she would have been almost like his property in yeah. her father's eyes i think oh yeah i think that in that mindset, in that context muslim mm -hmm. mindset that the father had that is very right. much the thing the women right the it's it's a very narrow-minded mm -hmm. Her father was very narrow-minded in his thinking. As far as how he may have known, mm -hmm. if you remember when they went into Dubai, into the hotel, they had two separate bedrooms, mm -hmm. and they uh, were searched all the time, every time they went in and out. But you also had uh, hotel people coming in. Right. That could right. have been paid, paid off. Spies. True. So... Um. And Betty says it's sad to see how the world is getting darker with all the hate and prejudice. Um, she said, and she also said in terms of Akasi, she said, I was upset too, but I would just own it. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, Acacia, who was pretty heated at this point with her discussion with her cousin. Um, <laughs> yeah. Betty goes, yes, of course he's my lover. And we saw fireworks. We saw fireworks. <laughs> yes, and they the did. And the train whistle goes into the tunnel. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, maybe her dad paid someone to spy on them. I think, but Nicholas was so neurotic about the security. That's the only thing. I, I think it was more of a association than a definite proof of, um, of their relationship. I don't know. That's another question. That's another one to add, right, um, to our list of questions for SR. Yes. 
Yes, we can um, actually, let me write that. So what did I just say? Um, did, how did the father basically? How did the father know? Yeah. Did he really know? Or was and, it by association? And Kenzie said, it's always been there. It's sad. And I just feel like it's gotten so bad these days, the past few years. And yeah, yeah. you know, the, the whole um, segregation and uh, discrimination, having grown up in, in the 60s mm -hmm. as a child, in the early 60s and the late 50s, um, and, and living in the South, I lived in uh, Richmond for a while. Uh, I can remember seeing blacks only, whites only, uh, entrances, water fountains, mm. that kind of stuff. And it was, the, the times were, were awful. Uh, the Ku Klux Klan after, especially during Reconstruction uh, from the Civil War, they, right. it just went off the charts there. Mm -hmm. And at, with the Great Migration, when the former slaves were now moving north into Chicago, New York, Boston, wherever, mm -hmm. um, they were looked down upon by a lot of people. And sadly, I think a lot of it comes from our upbringing. I, I said this to my, my sister and brother-in-law one night we were talking I said our parents you know would always always have some comment and mm -hmm. it was up for us to negate that comment right you know so if my dad said something bad about somebody I had to decom you know deconstruct that and understand that that person is a good person. Right. And, you know, like for, there were, when Patrick was growing up, there were certain words that were not allowed to be said in the house. And some of them were the degrading words. Mm -hmm. And I can remember one being used in particular around him by someone close. And he, he would, he would just turned around. And he says, bad word, bad word, <laughs> and uh, so I, th I, you know, and I don't think, I don't think I'm fully free from, from that, but I try my best every day to move forward, and I, I but I, having seen some of it, especially in the South, it was just, and and now with what's going on in the world, you know, I, this person who's been elected in office, and I, I apologize to anybody who may have voted for him, but I had comments made. Oh well, now I can speak the way I want to speak again. Mm. And you know, it, it it just keeps going and going, and I just. I just pray that it changes again. I think, though, I think this is a great opportunity for people to discuss, like we're discussing now, right, mm -hmm. um, about why things are the way they are, what could be done better, 
the fact that we have a lot more in common than we have in differences. Um, so even though things can be ch challenging, um, this is very, not unlike any other time in our history th that we have uh, in terms of, of issues that we have to tackle. Um, and I think, you know, I think it's an opportunity and I think literature and the arts are one way to express feelings about this and it also helps you to contemplate and think it. Mm -hmm. um, and express it better. And express it. And discuss so, it. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, we're in this, in this context with Ibrahim um, and Acacia, and Acacia, you know, being really angry about them questioning her relationship with Nicholas, you know, one of the things Betty mentioned was maybe that the father saw their chemistry and also the fact that Acacia saw her dad and ran away and then Nicholas left his meeting to go after Acacia. So her father may have noticed the concern or someone who worked for him may have noticed the concern. Mm -hmm. um, and that could have, they could have put two and two together there. Um, Kenzie noted that no one is born a racist or born to hate. Agreed. Mm -hmm. That's that's a learned behavior. That is not genetic. Absolutely. You're not genet You're not genetically predisposed to hate. Um, and we also don't know if uh, Betty mentioned. We also don't know if Cassia's father had a security team looking at the camera footage, like Nicholas's team had. So, um, and Lori said, I do not understand any of this hurt and hate. It hurts her heart every day. Um, Betty worries for her nephews and right now she can protect them but once they grow up and step into the world they're exposed to the good and the bad mm -hmm. and I think that's they're lucky to have you as a Titi as a Tia as an aunt um, Betty because you will help to explain how things are in the world and knowledge is power right and that will help us to na navigate rough waters and Kenzie says, I don't want to get too much into it, but I think a lot of white Americans forget their roots and where they came from. America was never white. Right. And Kenzie, you are so on the money on that. We are all visitors to this continent, unless you are one of the First Nations. Mm -hmm. um, and we have, we would do well to remember that. Exactly. So I've, I've been working a lot with, on projects. Um, I have a client in Alaska and I was doing a lot with working to make sure people who are Native American um, are definitely represented and because that's 15% of the Alaskan population. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really important to keep that in mind. And Kenzie says, anyways, I love how Acacia will protect Nicholas with every fiber of her being and vice versa. They will. Agreed. They absolutely that's do. Part of their, that's part of why we love this couple so much. And it's part of how, what we love about SR's writing because those couples are very protective of each other and, and loving of each other, too. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, you know, Acacia being angry when she questioned how Ibrahim knew, you know, she said, what else did my father tell you? That the bombs don't kill people, that people kill people? Which, you know, is a great, one of the great, uh, yes. great ones. sayings. People, 
people kill people. Yes. Right. Technically, so. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes and no. Uh, guns do p- kill people. Guns are the guns are the method, right? Mm-hmm. And you've so got the people you know, them. right? Um, so Ibrahim had had said, "Look, we're fighting a war," and Akasi wanted to know with whom? Other Muslims? He told her that some governments were corrupt, and Akasi reminded him, in no uncertain terms, that her father is not Allah. He does not get to say who is righteous. And he's not a holy man. He's not an imam. And, you know, essentially her father is not the, the great adjudicator here. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was t- told that she did not know what he was talk- she was talking about. And Akasi held up the Quran saying that, she, yes, she does. And she read it in Arabic. Mm-hmm. Was he saying that saving him from those boys was not a righteous deed? And Abraham got quiet and he didn't answer that. Yeah. You know, she she was not the one with the gun. And he accused her of fornica- fornication. fornication. But um, you are guilty of murder. So, Acacia, at this point, I think, lost her cool. You know, Acacia is usually it. a pretty cool cucumber. But she, she was kind of, she was done. You know, she was just at her limit. And she was yeah. really, she was really angry about this. And yeah. So you know, looking at the chat, the yeah, she, she turned the pa- to the pages, and she was like, look, she's holding up the book, saying, look, whoever kills a soul, it is as if he had slain mankind entirely, and whoever saves one, it is as if he had slain mankind entirely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, Abraham was not happy with her using the Quran's words against him, essentially, and he spat out a curse and saying, you are not even worthy to recite those words. And Akasi asked, why? Since the Quran tells her to read it. You're telling me to go against the Quran? And Ibrahim said she wasn't reciting all of it. She was only picking and choosing. And so Akasi asked if there were any contradictions. Um, anything that's I'm saying here that is being contradicted in the rest of the book? She said the Quran is the truth he said. Mm-hmm. And Acacia took his silence as an affirmative answer. So, yeah. that would, you know, when her father killed Muslims, Jews, and Christians, it's like he's killing the entire world. And so when he stands before Allah, he's going to be judged. And Ibrahim did not like that at all. No, he doesn't like that. He doesn't like being called into question. You know, but, he's, you know he's saying, look, you're going to be judged because you're a fornicator. And she's saying, look, you're going to be judged because you're killing people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, which sin is the worst sin? Um, it's really escalated a lot. You know, Betty mm-hmm. says, Kenzie says he's a hypocrite. Um, you know, Acacia gave the same speech to Nicholas as she did to her cousin. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and both in terms of, uh, you know, earlier we talked about people coming from other places and Lori agreed that most of us did come from somewhere else and everyone came here from a different country seeking refuge and a better future which again commonality as opposed to differences there yep. people um and and this escalation between Nick uh Cassia and her cousin just kind of um as Kenzie says he can't handle the truth right um so what does someone do when they can't handle the truth they kind of fly off the handle and Ibrahim was angry, and he said, if they didn't protect our people, 
If, if he didn't protect their people, our people would be slaughtered. And Akasi asked how he's defending them when Muslim women and children are being killed as a result of this as well. And he just, you know, it's typical to deflect. They use name calling. Uh, oh, yeah. You're just you're just Mossad. You're just yeah. Mossad. And it's propaganda. it's propaganda. Um, the women and children are collateral of war. Sadly, I, I've heard that used <laughs> too many times. Too many times is right. Mm -hmm. So Cassia told him she was a Muslim. She lives in Paris, works in a hotel there. She's not a spy. Right. And she pointed at the Quran and said, when my father kills me, I will stand before Allah and be judged, and I will stand as someone who did a righteous thing, while he, Ibrahim, will enter as a murderer. So he curses her. And then she mm -hmm. said, ask my father about Damascus. So I, I, you know, I knew that this was part of the story, this Damascus bombing. I just right. didn't know which one because right. they've had... From 1925 until a couple, well, you know, not too long ago, have been having all kinds of problems in Syria with with extreme religious extremism. Well, this one particularly was from the 1986 uh, mm -hmm. Syrian bombings. Uh, the group that did it was called the 17 October Group for the Liberation of Syrian People, and they set off a truck bomb uh, on a bridge that killed 60 people and injured 100. And a few months later, through a series of different bombings, uh, they uh, killed 144 people. Uh, the reason they did this was so that they would destabilize, uh, Haf I think it was Hafaz al-Assad, al uh, mm -hmm. who was the Syrian regime at the time. So Ibram asked what she knew about it. And Acasio told him, he says, you know, my, that's why my mom and I left. Uh, we loved our friends, I loved our community. We really didn't want to leave. But we couldn't stay with her father selling bombs that would kill people. He, Ibram shrugged it off and said, ah, casualties of war. But, you know, she comes back and she says, Cas casualties were not supposed to be Muslims. You should not kill the righteous, the people of faith. He was, and so now he's getting angrier and told her to shut up and he spat at her. And she asked, he asked where his mother and sisters were and he told her that, that they were in Jordan. So she asked if they were well, but she said they were. And she said to him, greet them for me, cousin. Make peace be upon them. Uh, he didn't acknowledge her and strode over to the table and grabbed the Quran, called her an apostate, and didn't not reserve to touch the Quran. She had left the faith for the Jew, and she countered, "I did a righteous deed. Mm -hmm. Will you will you stand by while my father throws stones?" And he he answered, "You left the faith for a Jew." So carrying the book, he goes to the door, he knocks on the door. And Acacia told him that when he stood in front of Allah, you will have to answer for your actions. What justification will you give for killing your own people? And he left slamming the door. Mm. So now she's alone. She's curled up on her cot. 
she may have just gotten the situation worse because uh, Abraham would repent everything that repeat everything that you'd said to the father oh, yeah. and he would kill her so she really had nothing to lose better that he flies into a rage murder her and then start and starve her to death then force her to watch the, him kill her mother and she closed her eyes and prays for strength to, and hoped to make her escape but time was running out end of chapter End of chapter 49. Oh, my gosh. Intense, so right? You know, as Ken Kenzie noted, that she can't stand when people can't have a normal conversation uh, when they're angry and not resort to name-calling or yelling and violence. Although she guesses in the situation it was with not a not-so-good person that it was bound to happen. But I think Akasi really got under Ibrahim's skin. Um, mm -hmm. I do think he was conflicted. Um Conflicted, I should say, not conflicted. Um, and I think, you know, he's used to being in lockstep with her father. And she kind of made him question some things. Mm -hmm. And using the words of the Quran very craftful, craftfully. Um, Countering Making the arguments. arguments. Yeah, I think, I, I think it got under his skin. And he didn't know how to react. So he reacted the way he knew, which was anger mm -hmm. um but i remember thinking at the end when i read the end of this chapter that she really has to figure out a way to get out of there because um time I, I kept hoping i kept hoping that nicholas would be coming mm -hmm. or there was there was going to be some way you know or the father found the mother um because it was a pretty desperate time yeah, and you so, know, yes, really, very really, intense, as Lori and Betty said. I really think the father probably would want her to watch mm -hmm. him kill her, kill the mother. Right, right. Just, to, just as a point of a lesson. If right. Anything else. Agreed. So. And Kenzie says we're almost at the end. I'm sad. I know, Kenzie. Don't be sad. We well, have lots we, more to talk about. We do, and look we're going to have happened. some other. Yes. In the chat last week. Exactly. You know, well, Gabriel's promise is finished, and, or the editing's finished. Mm -hmm. He did mention something about continuing Nicholas and Akasi's story. Which would be so great. Wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, yes, you, it yeah, would. That could be a whole series. This art Well, we've already somewhere. laid it out for SR. Yes, we've even, we've, I've even sent him things about heists or artwork. Uh -huh. This could be, you know, wouldn't I can imagine Nicholas Nicasia discussing this, or you know, we're sent, we, you know, send him ideas. He can put them in his little file folders and tuck them away. Keep, he does keep files on things that you know might, yes, work out into something. So you never know. I know, I know. Like poor Betty Erica. said that would be awesome. It's like poor Erica, E.L. James, everybody harassing her for um, Fifty Shades Freed's uh, point of uh. Christian point of view. Mm -hmm. And she's got, but I've got all these other characters in my head. Yes. You know? So. I know. Just, you know, just Ken Kenzie's, uh, Kenzie said, 
I hate men who think they hold so much power. I have a strong feelings towards Acacia's father. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like some of these strong feelings were coming out in this discussion that Acacia had with Ibrahim. Mm-hmm. Um, and Betty said, maybe Paul can join Nicholas and Acacia. <laughs> Kenzie's rooting for a hockey romance. There are lots of hockey romance books out there, Kenzie. You'll have to That's check cool. them out. Lots and lots. Of course, I know I've, I've said this before. Helena Hunnings, one of my Helena favorites. Got good ones. Go check out Pucked. I know there's Start some, there's a, there's a little raunchy, there's a little raunchy in there, but the yeah. characters are golden and you can't get much more hockey romance than that. And there are many, many books in the series. So, um, it's a lot of fun. And I know there's a lot of other hockey romances out there too. That's true. Okay. Yes. And Laurie's rooting in saying Ezra needs to put Paul in the story for Betty. <laughs> I can't wait. Kenzie and Kenzie. <laughs> that she thinks Paul and Raven would get along so well. She's hoping for a crossover. You know, I think he kind of hinted at something like that in the chat mm-hmm. last week. I oh did he so well, I didn't get to I didn't get to hear and be on the chat or even go back to look at it yet. Um, I would not be surprised because let's be honest, right? William kind of dipped into uh, some of the uh, they they kind of crossed into each other's paths. They did, um, and I I would not be surprised if maybe Raven and Julia saw each other or something. I think they would be great friends. I do too. And maybe if they're in Italy, they were getting together for, you know. You, know, you never know. I, 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 it could, I don't anything could be as possible. I don't know how many have read the Florentine series out mm-hmm. there. Um, I know that uh, everybody here on the podcast has. And so we all know what what happened with the Roman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that things are changed a little bit, I, you I, never know. I think they, you never know. I think it could be, uh, there could be a nice crossover in there. It would be fun. I'll tell you that. It could be a lot of fun. And, and Kenzie found that inter- interesting how SR said in the chat last week that he would pen erotica, but yet his novels are categor- categorized as erotica, so he must not see them that way. I don't see them that way either, so I wonder how he feels about it. I thought he said he was wouldn't pen erotica. I, yeah. You know, he writes I wonderful think- love stories but I, and, and scenes. Love scenes. Right, but but he's not. I, I, you know, I don't think he's into being that spending that much time writing about specific mechanics. Yes, is that a good way to put it? That's a good way to put it. Put it. <laughs> um, the whereas there are some books that have, and there's some mechanics that pages and pages and pages and pages of that. Yeah. Um. Lori says there are so many ways he can go with the stories. I love it. And that's what Kenzie meant. Um, Betty says, I'll read anything the boss writes. Amen to that, Betty. Um, yeah, Kenzie said the boss wouldn't write yeah. erotica. That's what we knew what you meant, Kenzie. We knew. 
he, um, you know, he he has such he has such a way of describing and and writing a love scene, and with gentleness and tenderness, and it's not so much. You know, I feel like but, it's but more sensuality here, yeah, as a, erotica. It's sensual. Yeah. yeah. You know, even even when Julia on on their first time when they were in Florence and he had the the uh, massage oil, was it sashimi or something like that? Satsuma. Satsuma. And, yeah. And sashimi sushi. Yes. He brought it up. He brought it up from downstairs at the restaurant, right? Yes, yes. Isn't there a good sushi restaurant at the it's hotel? A, it's Asian fusion, yes. Mm. <laughs> Did you eat pasta at the hotel? No, I mean, it was Asian fusion. Um, <sighs> of course. Why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. But yeah. you know, he. Betty he sees does... it as smart erotica, very classy. Yes, yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. So. I know, and Lori sees says some books do get very specific. He keeps it real and romantic. Agreed, yes. Lori. And nice. I like all genres. I'm I I I like reading if if the characters are good and if it's a good hook and I'm I want to know what happens next. I'm I'm game. I'm usually I, I usually will will dig in. Um, even even if initially I'm like, well, I don't know about this. Um, I want to I want to see what happens. So and I want to see how things unfold. Um, Kenzie said, I'm so excited to read Promise because we will visit Edinburgh, Scotland, such a beautiful place, judging from the photos and very dark, moody and gothic like, and to revisit my book friends and maybe meet some new ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think we yes, will. Betty says, I've read some love scenes from other books. They're very graphic. Oh, I think so, too. Um, uh, wouldn't it be fun if Nicholas and Acacia crossed paths with them? That would be that would be very cool, too. It because could be very cool. With, they could be know, at some art auction or something. You never know. It's, you, you, well, I mean, it's mentioned in the uh, the Dante series that Nicholas's family sold to um, right. somebody right. in Italy, Florence. Right. You know. So Nicholas's family, Nicholas's ancestors... Were the at one point the owners of the prince, right? Mm-hmm. Perhaps. I don't want to talk too much about stuff because I don't want to give spoilers away if someone hasn't read books. But I know. Um, yeah, Betty says I've read some love scenes from other books. They were graphic, but when I read it, I didn't feel the connection like the scenes in the boss's novels. No, yeah, he because he writes from great a characters, true love mm-hmm. connection, as opposed to a lust connection. Yeah. Although love and lust can can be combined. Yes, and it's very explosive when that happens. Yes, it is. Um, it's yeah. That- Lori says if it's a she also Lori also will read a lot of different kinds of books. She said even the specific scenes. If it's a good story, I stick with it. Yeah, me too. I've just I've been reading a bunch of different things all over the board, and but I'm enjoying it because it's all different. But I was I, I mentioned to Pam. My daughter and I just finished watching A Discovery of Witches, the miniseries, and it inspired me to reread the book. So that's what I'm reading right now because mm-hmm. I need to and read the next. Uh, the next uh, I only read the first book in the series, so I'm going to read this and then read the next two. Um, and because the, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. Season I'm, two. I'm hooked. 
season two is actually being filmed. And if you go into Deb Harkness's Twitter feed and to hashtag ADOW2, she's been mm -hmm. posting some behind-the-scenes shots. Oh, so. great. I'll have to do that. Yeah. I'm loving it. And, and Kenzie says, I still think the scenes with Kristen, Professor Pachiani are difficult to read, though. They're very rough and emotionless. It's all very forceful, very different contrast to Gabriel and Julia. Yes. Betty agrees. Yep. And a good story always wins. Nothing can or ever will compare to SR's writing. And I think I think with Kristen, Professor Pachiani, I, I, I think they must have been hard for him to write. Because I, I think so too. see SR as a forcible person on, no. on certain things. So. No. After all, he is Canadian. That's true. That he has true. that sensibility. <laughs> that's right um they were difficult to read for kenzie i agree kenzie they were very 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 tough um yes up 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 there with some of the the harder things i've ever had to read mm -hmm. I, I agree mm -hmm. um and betty says the discovery of witches was so good i can't wait for season two pam did they put out a date yet on when that's going to be finished when they're when they plan to air it is it 2020 uh... No, I haven't heard yet. I have like a, if they're I have filming feeling, now. Yeah, they're filming now. Now, uh, the weekend of August 2nd, mm -hmm. that's when the All Souls Con is in Cardiff. Mm. And they, is it over here next year? Um, it probably will be. Uh, they, uh, it, you know, last year was in Philadelphia. The year before that, I think it was in New Orleans. And mm. the first one, I think, was in L.A. And oh. they, they put this thing out last year, Would You Go? Mm -hmm. to, to I'm else. so bummed that I was so late to the party. You kept telling me you got to read it. SR kept saying, this is a really good book. You got to yeah. read it. But Sammy I was too was late the to the party. Into it. I know. And, and she's continuing the stories. She has... Um, She's got a, one book called The World of All Souls, which breaks yes. down the meanings and everything. And then she has Time's Convert, which is Marcus's story. Oh, good. Which is very cool. And I, she's writing something else right now, too. Oh, I'm excited about that. So I love I, her stuff. And yeah, I cannot really even good. begin to tell you. Well, I can because I've, I've gone waxed poetic about this before. I so love how that book was translated to film. And, mm -hmm. and it makes me so excited about Gabriel. Mm -hmm. I just love it. I love it because I just know there's a lot of goodness that can happen. That is true. Mm -hmm. that is it's very, very true. exciting. Lori says it's going to end air in the UK, she bets. And I, it, it will, well, I heard, um, I'll have to go back and look at, at my stuff, but, I heard that yes, it is going to film in the UK or be on the UK, but I was told that the UK and um, the US are going to be at the same time because there was such an uproar last year when it wasn't on in the immediately. US immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that a lot of people, Judith, Samia, and a couple of others, did see it when it was on in the UK. And Sammy says, well, you should get a satellite dish. 
And um, <laughs> and my son was going to try to it. hook me up with a VPN so that I could get into oh, yeah, yeah. HBO or Sky TV mm -hmm. in the UK. But nonetheless, it, and what I loved with the Yukon at the at the thing last year, that's when they announced it was going to show. That's why I think when at the next one is when they're going to do that. Um, then uh, it was um, what do you call it? Um, they it's so it's all going to be put together. I, I forget what I was going to say. I'm I'm on the Deborah Hartnick's website now, so. So Lori um, has to go. Thanks. Yeah, for we need to go story. to. It's six thirty, yeah, and we got a little excited to about tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> nine a.m. Be there, be square. Oh my gosh! So exciting. And girls run the world. <laughs> yes. So take care, everybody. You have all have a good week, and we'll we'll go next week with uh, chapter fifty. Yes, and we will. Yes, we will. So I'm going to leave you with the little cat Stevens. With morning has broken. <laughs> <laughs>